In this video, I'm talking about the five most common signs of autism in girls, so that by the end of this video, you'll understand exactly how to spot autism in girls. Coming up. Hey guys, welcome back to the Aspie world. My name is Dan, I have autism, ADHD, OCD, and dyslexia, and I make weekly videos on this subject. So if you're new around here and you'd like to learn more and really get to terms with everything I'm talking about, remember to hit that subscribe button by clicking the notification bell below so you don't miss out on a video. Also, if you're watching over on Facebook, be sure to give this page a like and a follow to see more videos just like this. Hey guys, welcome back. In this video, I am breaking down five most common signs of autism in girls so that you can have a better understanding of it. I'm probably talking about stuff that you've never come across before so that if you watch all the way to the end, you'll digest all that information and that's super dope. Guys, if you wanna hit me up on Instagram, Twitter and TikTok, you can do because I make content over on those things as well. And if you wanna ask me any questions, you can either pop it in a comment down below because I read and respond to every single one or you can hit me up on Instagram with a DM. That's also super dope. Okay, so autism in girls. So I know a lot of females like my friends who are on the autism spectrum and we have done a bunch of videos together which I will leave in a card above here or in the description down below and on the end screen uh, with a playlist of all the videos I've done with girls who are on the spectrum but I wanted to break down five of the top like most common signs. So if you're like thinking, hey, is my daughter, my mum, my grandmother, my friend or whoever on the autism spectrum because they're female, uh, this video is gonna answer that question for you. Okay, so this is all about identifying autism characteristics in females or in girls and so I'm breaking down like five of the most like common ones that I think that are really good uh, that people probably don't really speak about that often which is pretty weird but we're gonna cover all that right now. And also guys, if you think this video is gonna be beneficial to anybody else, please tag them in the comments of this video or share this video on Facebook and Twitter because that would just be super awesome because we become this whole sharing community of love fueled by people who wanna educate other people and help other people out. It's awesome. Right guys, let's get into it. Okay, so the first one here is masking. Now masking is where someone acts like a different person, takes on a persona, um, becomes a, a different kind of I don't know, personality when they're in social situations. And the reason that the girls on the autism spectrum do this is because girls want to be um, more social and outgoing and like have that interaction with their peers, um, but also appear typical in that environment. They don't want to kind of like, you know, they, they don't want to show their true selves in those situations because they feel like they may be judged or they may be, you know, victimized or whatever, uh, which is an interesting concept because, uh, you know, people on the autism spectrum generally just be themselves, but females on the autism spectrum have this um, degree of masking. And to a certain extent, everybody on the autism spectrum will do masking from time to time because it's a way of coping, like a workaround system. But masking is very, very interesting. And actually it's probably one, the number one cause of why uh, females on the autism spectrum are not diagnosed as quickly as males because the masking, when they're even having their kind of assessment done, because you know that's, that's what they're so used to. But I would say that uh, masking uh, is, is the forefront of the struggle in that environment when they get home to their, their comfort environment, then they are going to be faced with more challenges and more struggles because they've been masking all day and pretending to be somebody else. So keep that in mind, masking is one of the number one issues uh, that girls face when they're on the autism spectrum, so yeah. Check it out. Okay, so number two is selective mutism. Now, selective mutism uh, is exactly what it says on the tin. It's selectively being a mute in certain situations. And usually this will come in the form of like, say you uh, and you, you, you know, 
your daughter or your, or your best friend uh, who's a girl wants to like order a pizza uh, and you guys have been chatting away about all kinds of stuff you know and, and you have a really good relationship but when you order the pizza she never wants to be the person on the phone ordering the pizza right and freaks out if she had to do it and she would actually prefer not to even order the pizza at all if it meant she had to get on the phone. So she'd rather go without pizza than actually get on the phone and speak to somebody with pizza. This can also happen where if your um, friend's quite a chatty person in your social circle and then uh, you introduce them to other friends and then they're not so chatty, they become quite like quiet and like meek, then again, it's like selective mutism. And this is a telltale sign of autism in girls. It's quite a... Um, it's quite a, com a common one to, to occur in, in girls, and I feel like it's selective mutism is more common in females on the spectrum than it is males on the spectrum, and this is why I've included it in this video, because I think it's vitally important that we understand how selective mutism works, and it's m most importantly uh, more common in females on the spectrum. Now, number three is a really interesting one, and it's a slightly more, um, more interesting in females. It's obsessive collection. Now, people on the autism spectrum have obsessive interests. They like the same things, uh, you know, and They'll, they'll research the same things and they love like maybe a specific topic of interest or a genre or something and they'll research it to death and they'll know everything about it, every like small minute detail. But the addition when you are dealing with females on the spectrum is they will be an obsessive collector, like an intense collector of those things. So they'll collect all those books from the Twilight Saga, or they'll collect all those books from like, I don't know, um, Star Wars or whatever, or, or a comic book. Or they'll just get really obsessed with it. It could even be a collection of Care Bears or like Beanie Babies. But that's the interesting thing about it. Now, all those mums and dads out there who are watching this video, who have a basement and a you know closets full of stuff that their kids collected, you've got to hit that like button. Give this video a like because you know exactly what I'm talking about and anybody who's on the spectrum watching this and is like Dan I totally relate and I'm sitting here chuckling you gotta give that video a thumbs up because it helps me out and it helps me know that you guys are having good fun while watching these so that's super super interesting okay number four let's get into it number four is no cuddles now another characteristic of girls on the autism spectrum is the inability to want to be picked up when they were younger like a lot of kids want to be picked up and cuddled and stuff like that but girls on the autism spectrum typically when they're really young when they're like toddlers to kind of like you know just before teens they don't really want to be picked up or cuddled, you know, they don't have that kind of affectional kind of connection. Um, and because of this, they may not really want hugs later on in life, like hugging may be something that they're not really into. Um, and this comes from a few different reasons. A lot of the time it's down to a sensory processing disorder, um, or SPD, that comes comorbidly with autism, which means that the, the sensation of actually being hugged, the light hug is kind of like an unnerving one. So if you are um, somebody who understands this, then you may enjoy actually like full pressure hugs, like a quite squeezed hug, you know, compression hug, because this stimulates something called proprioception in the muscles. Now, this is a, another indicator of somebody on the autism spectrum, especially if they're female and they are not a hugger, never been a cuddler when they were a kid, they were a kid. you know, this is super interesting, and if you're like sitting there ticking all these off right now, then this is why, because you're now understanding and learning a bit more about that person that you know who is now from your knowledge on the spectrum, but also, you, you know, if you, if you are thinking somebody's on the spectrum, you should definitely check out a, an official diagnosis and if, or an official assessment because that's the protocol to take. Okay, so number five is difficulty in following instructions. Now, we all have instructions in life, in, in school, in work, at home, even when you're trying to cook something, there may be instructions for cooking, but people on the autism spectrum, especially females, will have difficulty following these instructions all the way through, and this is an executive function issue and a really big deal because, uh, you know, you may be a really bright student, a really, really good student in class, but then uh, when you come home and you're trying to like, you know, make ramen noodles, 
minute we all to understand the packet. Uh, and this is all to do with the way the brain communicates communication and translates that into your brain as a way of thinking, okay, I need to appropriately do this in a certain order. It's kind of a bit mismatched in the autism brain, but it could be a, um, a you know, it, it's a larger issue that there's so much you can do therapeutically wise to help with things like this, or there's apps available to help with this. But, you know, not diverting from the, the, the subject here, the difficulty in following instructions is a huge ASD symptom, especially for autism in girls, because they are more, um, they're going to be around more organizational type of things. I don't know why, but girls seem to be way more organized than males just in general. So when you're around more organization, then you're also around more instructions and it's harder to follow. So if you're recognizing all of these things and highlighting, you know, these things have highlighted to you that the person you know, maybe they're on the autism spectrum, maybe it would be a good thing to maybe get them checked out and maybe go to an assessment or something if you want access to help, therapy, support, all that kind of stuff. It's definitely accessible when you have an official diagnosis. So guys, those were my five top uh, and most common signs of autism in girls. If you have any to add, please pop them in a comment down below. I'd love to do that. And also, if you think this video can help somebody, please share it. Give us a thumbs up if you enjoyed it. And I'll see you in the next video, guys. Peace. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't already, please share this with anybody and everyone who you think can get some benefit from it. And also, I know a bunch of you guys who haven't already subscribed to this podcast, but listen, so please go over and subscribe to it now so you don't miss an episode. Also, if you want to hit me up on Twitter, it's at the Aspie World. The, T-H-E, Aspie, A-S-P-I-E, and then World, W-O-R-L-D. So the Aspie World. All right, guys, thanks.